Rightio. Well, welcome everyone and welcome Heels to our first Northern Kings podcast. We thought we'd do this because we've got this brand new club, seven teams from under 12s all the way through to the open men's and women's under 19s. And there's kids from North Queensland, Central Queensland, Darling Downs, Brisbane, Gold Coast, you know, Northern New South Wales, Melbourne. So we don't know who they all are, and I'm sure all these people want to get to know each other as well. And they're all pumped. They've all been drafted and auctioned, and, and you know, we've got our club now, but uh, we've got this little gap between now and when we actually start playing cricket. So we thought it might be nice to get to, to meet a few people. Um, my name's Dominic Oven, and I've got Heels here with me, and we'll try and do this weekly um, over the next few months, hopefully leading up to uh, the BPL. Um, but Heels is a part owner. I'm a part owner. We've got six owners in the club and uh, we're quite excited as well. But I just thought I'd start off by asking Ian, you know, what, what's your excitement around the BPL and why have you got involved? Uh, good evening, Dom. Hi, everyone. Let's hope that uh, we do hook up very well and we engage extremely well before we do have to play, um, even if it is just online. Um, what started me off, right? Well, Mark Nicholas from England rang me and said, these guys from South Africa, one of which I knew from when he lived in Sydney, uh, have got a concept. They've been, they've been performing and executing for 10 years. Um, I think you should have a look at it. Um, and so I said, yeah, no, no worries. And, and uh, why don't uh, we get uh, Mark Taylor and Shane Warne in Victoria on the next Zoom call? You know, so, yeah. so I, I met the South African guys uh, on Zoom with Mark Nicholas and uh, they really went to great lengths to explain it. Um, and when you first hear it, you know, it's a lot of work. You, re you really do. Mm -hmm. You know, you're drafting and auctioning teams. You're not sure whether players are going to nominate the play or not. Um, and then how do you get to know them all? And, and then they started to talk about scouts and coaches through the whole region. And, uh, you know, you think, well, oh, this is hard work. This is going to be work. very hard. Mm. Uh, and uh, uh, so the first thing I did was get you, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic, and I, Dominic and I were uh, great teammates. And uh, he was wicketkeeper captain at Norths. Um, even when I was home uh, several times from Australia or Queensland duties and uh, played second 11 for Queensland. So we knew, or I knew, we had cricket covered if I got you on board. And, um, we're extremely lucky with the timing uh, of you and your career, which had, which had come to an end at Coca-Cola. 25 years with Coca-Cola. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well done. <clears throat> so you're on board. Now we better start talking and, and I better explain this thing to you. Mm. you know, and and uh, I, I bet it was daunting for you when you first heard it. Mm. It's interesting. You know, we both kicked this off in, say, November last year, but um, it, it, it's taken a long time for everyone to come on board because it took us a, a while and you can see it even now. It, it's not an easy thing to get your head around because it's a totally new concept. It's innovative. It's exciting. And, and it takes a little bit of explaining to people, doesn't it? There's not too many have just gone bang. Yeah, I get it. A lot of them have wanting to, they want to know more and they want to get their head around it before they actually jump in. Yeah. When you talk to the right people and those that really have cricket at heart and want to continue doing good for cricket, they'll ask, they go, bang, bang, bang. Can we do this? What about this? What, you know, what about this for an idea? You know, mm. um, 
and and they're they're in, you know. Um, but as as you said, she's uh, I started uh, probably uh, more than a year ago, and it wasn't just November, but we started officially working around November, I reckon. Um, so it, it's been a, a you know a, a wonderful trip, you know, to to get your head around this stuff um, and. Because I'd had that uh, those pre-meetings with Mark Nicholas and the South African partners, um, I, I was quite ahead of everyone. So then it was my role to get out and sell these clubs. So we had to find seven other owners um, that would take on a club. And then we had to educate them. We had to inform them and get their heads into it. And, uh, you know, it's been an incredible job done by uh, Nick Fitzpatrick and Joel Hamilton to get that done. Um, and, you know, knowing how far ahead they were and I were I was um, uh, to be able to explain things that, you know and we weren't totally on top of things at that stage mm. so so yeah well done to all those other uh, buyers and uh, teams of owners that have you know put their money on the line to, yeah. to sort of invest into this uh, cricket concept which is going to be good for players yeah um, and then you know the things we liked, it was maybe 800, maybe a little bit more than 800 new playing opportunities for cricketers, you know. And it was, and it's along the lines of the stuff we're all watching on TV. The big, the big bash in Australia, uh, the IPL from India, um, the modern twists of cricket. And there's three that spring to mind straight away. That's the auction. So it's no longer. Uh, just okay to make runs and perform really well. Some someone you still mightn't get picked, so that's a new pressure in itself. So the auctions a new twist for juniors as well as amateur players um, in senior grades. Um, I, I think then there's the drafts for for the kids, the way the teams were selected. It's mm. it's good. So we've probably had plenty of great players and good players miss out because. You know, for example, the under-15s and 17s, they had 350 nominated players on the final list. Mm. Um, and we only need 112 or 120 with an emergency list on top of that. So so that's disappointing. We've got a, we've had enough nominations to have two comps. Mm. Right? But, let, you know, we'll just get this up and running and, and try to stay out of way of traditional cricket. We, we just want to make it pre-season. Queensland suited so well to that. Um, and have a lot of fun. The, the third thing is cricketers playing for owners, not necessarily uh, for selections, you know. And we hear that in the professional ranks, that's a real different pressure of mm. playing for a person that's picked you. You know, mm. they want you and you don't want to let them down and that's a new pressure. So mm. here we go. we got our clubs that can try all that too. But uh, the things you touched on to stand out to me too statewide participants um if if country players can get themselves down to brisbane on southeast queensland where it's going to be held uh that's great they're available to be not only to nominate but to get picked up and we've got mm -hmm. plenty we we went out of our way you being a gimpy boy me being a central queensland boy we had the paddle up for a, a fair few country kids yeah. as you said uh we've got a melbourne uh, senior player too haven't we from box yeah. hill we have um we picked him up pretty early um, and then, you know, other uh, leagues of cricket. You've got the Brisbane Premier League, but then you've got heaps and heaps of leagues of community cricket around mm. that. And we want to mix those leagues up and pick from all those leagues as well as all those nationalities. Um, mm. so, so I know we've got Indy Ranatunga, who is the nephew of Arjuna Ranatunga, who I had a run-in with in 
in uh, one day international cricket. So yeah. he's playing for us at the Northern Kings. So we, we'll have some good fun. Maybe Arjuna would make it out here. You never know how, how things are travelling. Yeah. But be great. I think not only just the spark of the cricketers and the nominated players, um, but their parents have loved it. Mm. They've really, really loved it. And then, and then all their colleagues, lots of schools have sent us stories, you, you know, that this is all that kids are talking about. Um, so that's been a wonderful, um, you know, wonderful uh, recognition that we're doing something right. Yeah. And, you know, they're all going to be decked out in their King's outfits. We've got these awesome looking yellow or gold, amber outfits they'll all be wearing. Um, you know, there'll be white balls and there'll be music and um, live streaming. All, all the fun things that we see on TV, we'll be trying to replicate that and that's going to be fun and it'll all be done and dusted before the cricket season kicks off. So all these people are going to get a good pre-season in and have a bit of fun and get to meet all these new people. You know, they'll have new teammates um, playing alongside them they've never met before. Um, no need for much training. Uh, we've got parents, you know, in North Queensland really keen to get down and, and come down and, and get into it, which is awesome. So they'll, they'll all come down and put themselves up in a hotel for a week and watch uh, their kids run around uh, during the school holidays. So it's pretty exciting. And, um, yeah, looking forward to it. We're just as excited as what the kids are and the players are, aren't we? And um, yeah. I guess the other thing we didn't touch on, we've got seven really good coaches. We've been uh, really um, fortunate to pick, handpick seven great coaches. We think that we will rely on and are very comfortable just allowing them to to do their bit. So uh, we got in early and I think we've uh, we've actually got the pick of the coaches in the whole comp. If uh, I'm a bit, probably a bit one-eyed or a bit biased there, but I think we've done really well with our coaching staff. So looking forward to seeing them work as well. And for the parents and players, we don't want to overcoach. We don't want to overtrain. There's no trainings that are compulsory. So if you just can't make... Uh, a training, you know, a get-together day or a, a training session we might put on, you know, the week before or whatever, or you're not down from the country yet, that, don't worry about it at all. It's not going to hold anyone back. It's a, It'll be a matter of just getting to know each other's faces, not worrying about what they're like at cricket. Um, mm. So don't, don't feel uh, bad about that. Um, so, uh, you know, those new coaches new opponents, new teammates and playing cricket in new zones of Brisbane and South East Queensland is quite exciting too. And yeah. um, the, the support we're going to give you uh, to make this amateur competition look like a professional one, if it hasn't already been like that, you waited to see the games, um, is, has been incredible um, to learn from South Africa. They're in the, they've just finished their 11th year of this. And so they're the ones that have educated and, and told us how to do this, whether it be the draft or whether it be the auction or the nominations process or the online structures that we've needed, the, the mm. uniform ordering. There's been a lot go into it. And, uh, you know, to Nick and Joel and Stuart Giles and Ziad and Frankie from South Africa, uh, huge thank you. Hopefully one mm. day you'll get out of here. They're stuck over yeah. in South Africa. Yeah. Joel's in lockdown in Victoria. But uh, anyway, we'll... We'll get this done and uh, it, it should be great fun without too much pressure. Yeah. So what we're hoping to do, we'll we'll um, talk to a few of our players all the way from our under-12s through the grades uh, to our girls team and also the guys up in uh, in the men's and under-19s. So over the next few weeks, hopefully we'll get to meet a few of these people 
some of who we have met through the auction and the draft, others we have never met before. So they've all got great stories, I'm sure, and we'd love to get to, to chat to them. So we'll do that. Um, our first guest is coming up soon, who um, he was the very first player coach that we picked and um, we'll be having a quick chat to him in a minute. So we might jump off here and and we'll uh, we'll get Gody on in a two game. He's our local hero, that's for sure. Um, so, so he's our first coach and our head coach, and he's been a gun player in southeast mm-hmm. Queensland and Queensland. Now, I look forward to getting to know him a bit better. I've, I've met him a few times and spoken to him, but uh, looking forward to actually asking him a few questions and get to know him tonight. And, Dom, and to all our players, you know, if you send an email or a, a phone call to Dominic, uh, you've all got his details, and you want to do this, to introduce yourself, say good day, tell a story yeah. or two. Let's do it. I know, Goads, welcome. Um, Andrew Godey, it's Godey, isn't Godey. it? Godey, um, Godey. So for, for people out there in Kingsland, uh, Andrew's our captain coach of our men's team and uh, Valley's boy. And um, one of the first people we picked, as we touched on before, we, we got in early and got got goats because uh, he, he's a bit of a, a legend around Brisbane cricket in in uh, both forms of cricket, but particularly um, in the, in recent years, I guess, the shorter form. So uh, we thought he's a, he's a great uh, role model and a good captain coach for us uh, with a young crew. So welcome, goats. Um, Hills and I just had a quick catch up and talked a little bit about, about BPL, but um, yep. we don't know a lot about you. You're a Valleys boy. We're, we're from North. Yep. Um on the right side of the river, but different side of town. Yep. And um, we, we'd like to get to know a bit more about you. So I believe you're captain at Valleys, or you have been for the last seven or eight years, but can you yeah, tell us? Yeah, I have been. Um, I captained young. I, I had half a season um, captaining when I was 19. And I, was, I, was, I was too young to do it, but we sort of lost a few people and stuff like that. So um, so I captained young for half a year, and then I had two or three years off where we got a few older guys back. But um, yeah, I've been captaining there since I was probably 22, and um, officially handed over the reins at the end of this year, so it's um, time for someone new, I think. So it's um, oh, it's been a big part of my life, mate. So mm. yeah, what what do you reckon, Goads? Was your your most memorable moment with Valleys? Oh, I mean the premierships, obviously the the two day one we hadn't won in a while, um, and we we just sort of got on a bit of a run towards the back end of the year and. Um, we had a red hot bowling attack, and so we won a two day premiership. Uh, we won a couple of 2020s, which are great. Um, one one day flay, but the two day the two day one heels, though, it's you know, it's a long season, as you know. So, it's um, to win one of them, it was pretty special. And you, you had uh, Jack Leach, you know, the, yes. the famous number yeah. 11 England batsman that <laughs> held out. Against yes. Australia, you know, a couple of years ago, playing for Valleys, though. Yes, we, we were all pretty young, so we we got up to a little bit of um, a little bit of mischief together. Not not too bad or anything like that. But um, now the Leachy came over when he was about nineteen or twenty, and like we could see something. We didn't know. Um, obviously, it would get to what it was now. That like he was still young, obviously, but we we had we we saw enough to know that he was going to be a good player. Um, He's a good, great lad. We had him for a season. We've had a couple of great overseas. We had George Dockrell from Ireland as well. So it's it's a good place to come over. Not not a great place to bowl spin, but it's a good place to come over and visit anyway. And Goads, I believe you're from the country. Is that right? You then bowed Desert Way initially? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I was um dad was in the bank. So we moved around a little bit as kids. Um so my first bit of cricket I actually played was in Longreach. So oh. I 
I from when I was five, and they only had under 11. So I played under 11s when I was five, basically. So, um, so <coughs> excuse me. Um, and then moved to Bow Desert when we were eight, or when I was eight, um, and just played Bow Desert up until I was sort of 15, and then just got to the point where I um, was playing taverns for Bow Desert, and then driving up on a Saturday and playing under 18s for Valleys when I was sort of 14, 15. Uh, my uncle played 100. 20 odd first grade games to Bellas. You probably played against him, Dom, and Heels, though, too. So, um, sort of a bit of a family connection. Mm -hmm. And um, they just got me there. And I, I haven't haven't looked anywhere else to be. You're always going to Valleys, eh? Always going to Valleys. Yeah. Now, absolutely. what what bank was your dad in? He was, um, he was the NAB originally. So, he was um, agribusiness. And then um, when we got to Bow Desert, probably three or four years after we got there, he actually bought um, a Bank of Queensland franchise. So, um, so I had, yeah, one about is it one of Jim Boomba, um, and he only just recently got out of it. So he's in semi-retirement, the old man. So yeah, well, very similar story to me, mate. My dad was ANZ. We yep. travelled around a bit, and uh, that's yep. how I spent my time in Billawila. And Dom, yep. you weren't in the bank, your old man, mate, but you're a you're a gimpy. Yeah, my my old man was a school principal, so we yep. we travelled every three years. We moved from. Yep. I went from Ipswich to Marlborough, which is an hour north of Rocky, and then up to Townsville, and then down to Gympie, and then Maryborough. Um, so I think it sounds like we've all been travelling around, which was great. In those days, we we played every sport there was, and yeah. and we we didn't have shoes much of the time. We ran around barefoot most of the time, and and played rugby league and cricket mainly. But um, come on, when it's dark, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, we were pretty lucky, I think, in 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 current climate, especially, but. Okay, well, that's good. And and so you play a little bit of rep cricket, Goat. What 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 can you tell us about your highest sort of achievements in the game? Um, well, I was I played one game for the Bulls. It obviously didn't go as well as probably would have liked. Um, but you know the fact that I sort of did it at twenty eight was pretty unusual, and the fact that I grinded and grafted my way to get there that was um, really really proud of that. Um, yeah. I played a I played a fair chunk of second eleven, which is good. Would have liked to play a little bit more, but that's the way it goes. Um, I was a decent junior. Like I, I, I did make rep sides, but I was never the best player in a lot of it. Like I always just sort of, you know, batted six and bowled a bit sort of thing. And then it sort of took me till I was sort of, I don't know, probably 25, 26 to really sort of work out, you know, how I should go about it. And that's different to a lot of people. But, you know, like I said, I I, mean, I was lucky enough to play one game and the fact that I probably earned it was was probably special. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, you know, it's not a lot of people get to do it at 28. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. So, mm. hey, I tell think us, I, tell all our, um, our club goes that, what was that highest score you hit in a T20 and where was it? Um, so, I made 179 um, <laughs> at Valleys um, against Ipswich um, off. I got out, I think I got out with two balls to go. I think I made 72 or 73 balls or something <laughs> like that. So, um, that was fun. It actually came, <coughs> excuse me, that came the first weekend back after Christmas. I hadn't picked up a bat for about three weeks. So it was just literally watch the ball and then hit it and then it seemed to work. So that worked out quite well. So Would have been a few lost balls down in the creek there. At yeah, well, it was a shorter boundary on the other field side. So I, I got to hit him to the short side. So <laughs> no, not too many on the long one. Yeah, well, that's a good day. Yep. Your future, Gades, uh, you're looking to get into this coaching caper yeah, a little bit I, more, I aren't am. you? So you're excited about this, taking on the, the Northern Kings head coach position? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, actually. So it's um, I 
the, a couple of months before I made my debut, I did my level three course because I thought, you know what, like I, I don't know if I'm going to play. So I like cricket. I love cricket. I love coaching. I love working with people. So um, I applied and was able to do my level three co um, coaching in 2018. And it's something I'm looking to move into sort of, I'm, I'm pretty much done playing now. I'm playing a bit of white ball stuff, valleys and stuff, but um, it's something I am looking forward to. And like, this is for me, like this is right in my wheelhouse because, you know, I, I really like 2020 cricket. Like I know it sort of gets a bit of a, a wrap, but 2020 cricket, it's the, the form of cricket where it's sort of nearly back to the purest because you, you, you it's, what you do is you hit the cricket ball and you bowl the cricket ball, and that's what you do in 2020. So, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Mm. And coach, you've got a, a team from all over the place. You got we uh, do. We got uh, blokes from up in North Queensland and Central Queensland and Gold Coast, and you've mm. got um, uh, one of the boys is from down in Victoria and Melbourne. So, yep. your Hox Hill, I think it is. Um, yep. That's pretty exciting. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think that's probably the thing I'm probably most excited about. It's just like I guess just working with different people and sort of like just you know for me being I guess new to the coaching sort of thing like just having an understanding of how lots of different people work like so you know what I might do might be completely different to someone else but that doesn't mean it's wrong or it doesn't mean I'm right it doesn't mean I'm wrong it doesn't mean he's right so you know trying to understand those different people so having people who have played you know all different club teams all different you know grades different ages as well like you know um, I think Kelvin's sort of in his mid thirties and we've got some younger guys that are sort of 18, 19. So like, I know, I, I think that's really, really good. Different aspirations too, guys. You know, this is an amateur comp that yep. not everyone's trying to get to the top. You know, the, no. the highest priority is to play really naturally and, and have fun and get ready for your seasons. That's going to be so much fun for everyone. I, I agree. And that's, we we'll, we'll have a little yarn probably over a beer before the season starts, but that's how I want to go about it as a coach. Like I don't, obviously winning's fantastic. We all have to win, but I, you know, you want guys, I guess, you know, just enjoying themselves playing because it's, it's great because not only, you know, meet a great bunch of blokes, you know, I've, I've met most of these guys before. There's a few guys I haven't really had much to do with, but you know, we can sit down, have a beer, talk a bit of cricket and you know, they might learn something from me. I'll, I'll probably learn something off them as well. Um, but it's just good to be able to, I guess, blow out the cobwebs a little bit, have some fun. Like I said, there's not, any pressure on i don't feel it I'm, I'm just really looking forward to it heels yeah well we'll put a, an appeal out now to any club members of the northern kings that want to introduce themselves on a podcast you get a dom uh, an email to dom uh, yep. or a, or a, a phone phone call and leave a message if you don't get him and uh, and you'll be on one of these podcasts in the next uh, the weeks to come and We'll get to know you, you maybe your parents, and uh, just just get a sense of just how much fun you've had from yep. the time you film, filmed your videos and sent them, mm -hmm. then through the draft or when you're in the auction, how nervous you might have got to what you're hoping to do when it comes time for competition, either in August for the 19s and the Opens or uh, in September school holidays for the others. So it's uh, we're very much looking forward to it. We look forward to meeting all of you guys this yeah. year. A good little platform for you. Yes. And and one of the biggest, uh, most exciting things is we've actually got a club mascot, believe it or not, which has just been completed today. And it looks very similar to you, Gody. So oh, excellent. Um planning right here. <laughs> we better run uh, that we better run that comp. We'll we do, do. A, a King's comp to get the name of it. We'll get yeah. a photo circulated and then we'll yep. have to come up with a, a name. 
and we do need someone to wear it as well. So if you're really good at wearing a mascot suit, you can do back flips and front flips and whatever. Someone, I was going to say, we need someone a bit more athletic than me, Dom, that's for sure. <laughs> but brothers or sisters, we're, yeah. we'll have uh, heaps of colleagues and uh, siblings in your families that might be gymnastically inclined. They could <laughs> be in the lion suit. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think... Um, Great to have a quick chat, Goads, and and sure we'll see uh, more of you through the season. But we just want to we wanted to start off uh, with you, and we would love to, as Ian said, we'll get more and more people on here, and we'll have a bit of fun. And uh, when we all catch up on the 18th of July um, for a bit of a hit of a hit of golf and a bit of a laugh, we should know a few people in the room, and we'll recognise a few faces just from this podcast, hopefully. So it should be good fun. Yeah, Welcome, local really hero. Yeah, local hero. Thanks, Cody. Beautiful. Thanks, Thanks for having me, Like I said, really looking forward to it. See you, everyone. Hey, see you guys.